Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, where your source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development, where we share original research, explore industry trends, and interview executives and thought leaders from across the globe. We hope you join us often for practitioner-oriented content around all things related to leadership, HR, talent management, organizational development, and change management. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Do you enjoy the Human Capital Innovations Podcast? Please subscribe, leave a review, comment, share, and consider supporting the podcast on Patreon, even at the producer and sponsorship levels. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with Rob Whalen about the PTO exchange and the shifting landscape of workplace benefits. Rob Whalen, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. John, thanks for having me today. It is a pleasure to be with you. You're joining us from the Washington area on the West Coast. I'm south of Salt Lake City in Utah. And today we're going to be talking about your company, the PTO Exchange, and the landscape, rather the shifting landscape of workplace benefits. I think this is a super important and timely topic, and you provide a really great resource as organizational leaders are grappling with how to provide meaningful workplace benefits and do it in a way that makes sense in a user-friendly, uh, customer-friendly user interface and everything like that. So that's what we're going to be exploring together today. As we get started, I wanted to share Rob's bio with everybody. Rob Whalen is co-founder and CEO of Seattle, Washington-based PTO Exchange, the first benefits platform that allows employees to self-direct the value of their unused paid time off for other needs and causes. He is a serial entrepreneur that has over 25 years of selling and developing software and hardware products and a BA in accounting from Seattle University. Again, pleasure to be with you. Anything else you would like to share with listeners by way of just kind of fleshing out your background, your personal context, your personal story before we dive on in? No, just I, I think that uh, I think as a serial entrepreneur or someone who's always trying to solve, solve problems, I, uh, the companies that I did uh, start in the past. I never actually was in those industries prior to uh, starting the business. I actually was viewing the businesses uh, from outside, which is very similar to uh, how I started PTO Exchange. Uh, I was never in the HR business. Um, I viewed it from outside in a way that others probably wouldn't view it and uh, felt like it needed a change. And so I uh, created PTO Exchange uh, uh, a while back and, and launched it in 2017. Wonderful. So why don't we start there and tell us a little bit more about PTO Exchange. Give us a little bit more of an overview there, why you felt this was an important um, gap in the market, something that you could contribute to. And then we can start to really get into how it is contributing in this shifting landscape of the modern workplace benefits environment. Well, the idea came from uh, my dining room table. Uh, It was back in 2013-ish. Uh, and a few of us had left Cisco, uh, but it was an entrepreneur's dinner to talk about big ideas. Uh, there was a bunch of entrepreneurs there, and uh, 
both of us had left Cisco, got a big paycheck from Cisco on our way out with paid time off. And both of us were just talking about, boy, we just got this $30,000 check. And what, what if we could have done something different while we were at the uh, at Cisco? Uh, and that's when the light bulb moment kind of came on. We said, you know, at the time, it was like, be nice to go on a vacation that we couldn't afford at the time with the family. And my kids were still young and his kids were still young. And we thought, ah, that's interesting. We started to look at really just how big the market was, started to work with uh, the Travel Association way back uh, in 2013, right before they had started this project time off analysis. And we developed um, with them or worked with them uh, just on how much time is unused and how much time is accrued and just what if you could utilize this benefit in another way. And that's really the, uh, you know, the, the way the company got started. We, we then started to look at just how benefits should become portable. We looked at 401k in depth. Um, we spoke numerous times to Ted Benna, who is actually the founder of 401k, because we felt like PTO should look a little bit like 401k in a way that you owned it, you took it with you, things like that. It was accrued to you. Yeah. And I like that. And the reality is in the West, particularly in the United States, I mean, we're notoriously bad at taking our PTO time, right? Of any modern Western industrialized nation, we have the least amount of paid time off uh, of any other country. And even though we have the least amount, we still don't use it. So we have um, the, the amount utilized is very, very low. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons for that we could get into. Um, but the bottom line is there's all this accrued time off that people just haven't used. And some of it goes away. Some of it rolls over. How do you end up using it? And if you, it, it's just complicated. And some people, I was just talking to to a, uh, a CEO the other day, and he, and he was saying, you know what, I don't really, have, like, my life is this job, my hobby is this job, I don't need or want time off, <laughs> and and so I, I don't need, you know, and it, for people like me, we don't need all this accrued time off, we, we would rather have something else, uh, and he was making a, a, an important point that, you know, it's, it's an important benefit. Everyone says they want it. It's important when people are, are on the job hunt and looking for organizations, they always ask what, what the PTO um, approach is, uh, how many days and, and those sorts of things. Uh, so it's important that we have it. But man, if, if there's not flexibility in how it's utilized and it can't be transferred into other benefits, then ultimately it's a really big lost opportunity for organizations and attracting and retaining good people uh, and, and certainly for employees who end up not using one of these major benefits that are, are there for them. Yeah. Uh, there's, <laughs> it's interesting that you state this, right? We're an extremely productive nation. We are extremely productive and companies operate and they actually have this fiduciary responsibility to the shareholders. So they operate at a very lean modality to create profit. And so workers today, they have a lot of work. And in order to get all that work done, it's hard to do and then take time off. The other thing is they don't want to look like they're not doing their job. And I find, I find uh, the other thing that is interesting is you talked about, you know, when you get a job, you want to learn about the PTO. Well, when I... When I uh, went into Cisco, 
not only was I negotiating my salary, but I was negotiating the, the time off package too, because I was a senior executive uh, there, uh, sales executive. And when I came in, I had accrued four and a half weeks at my other job, and I didn't want to start at three weeks. And so I said, hey, I want five weeks of paid time off. And what I was really doing there, John, was I was actually negotiating my salary. And it really is your salary. And I'm going to give you just a, a little example. And if I make $100,000 a year and I get four weeks of paid time off, that means the company is paying me 11 months worth of productivity for $100,000 and I get four weeks off for free. But what happens is you look at the, your hourly pay rate and every salary person has an hourly pay rate. It's on your paycheck. They take your salary and they divide it by 2,080. What they should be doing or what you should be doing as an employee is dividing that by 1920. And that's your productivity pay rate. And your productivity pay rate is really, really what you should be looking at as an employee of a company. It's also important to know that if a company looks at you this way, they really, really like their employees because they want to take care of their employees. And the reason why I say this is your productivity pay rate, if I give you 11 months and one week of productivity and I don't get paid anymore, my productivity pay rate goes down, right? So I'm making less. And that's kind of how you have to think of PTO. It's, it's really part of your productivity and it's also part of your earned wages. And you deserve to be able to do something different with it if you can't take the time off. And yeah, that's and again, really what we're doing. Yeah, and you alluded to it, but there's a lot of reasons why people don't take that time. Some people are mm -hmm. just workaholics and they just like working and so they're just going to work and that's well, that's fine. I mean, you need to be careful of burnout and you need to, you, you know, as a, lead, as a leader, you know, if that's you, you need to be careful of the example you're setting for your people and, and there's issues there. But the reality is, you know, there's a whole bunch of different reasons why people don't do it. And, and oftentimes many people, they want to take time off, they want to take vacation, but they also want to be seen as indispensable to their organization and their team. Uh, they, they want to be seen as a team player and as a contributor. They, you know, if people are ambitious and want to have the chance to move up, you know, they're going to be hesitant to take certainly extensive amounts of time, especially together uh, all at once. And, and so even though you have the time, even though it's been accrued, um, you know, the, the reality is just a lot of people aren't using it. And one of the newer trends, of course, now I remember, uh, you know, before we even called it PTO, you know, we had all these different categories, right? Now we just kind of lump it all together into PTO, but we used to have all these different categories for holidays and for sick leave and for this and that and the other. Um, and, and, over time, people just realize that's dumb. And so they just have, you know, in a lot of organizations now, they just, for a, a while, they've been just calling it PTO. Well, now, you know, there are organizations that are saying it's just unlimited PTO. You can just take as much time off as you want. And in theory, that sounds great because, you know, I'm like, oh, they, they believe in work-life balance. They believe in, um, you know, avoiding burnout and, and stress and anxiety. But in practice, how often do people actually utilize their unpaid time, like their, their uh, unlimited paid time off uh, in those types of organizations. I don't actually know the data on this, but I suspect, 
it, it's no, it's no better than, than traditional PTO kind of systems. I don't know if you have a thought on that. Check out my new book, The Future Leader, Creating and Transforming Next-Gen Organizations. Stemming from two decades of professional experience and over 600 in-depth interviews with executives, thought leaders, and scholars from across the globe, The Future Leader will help you explore the ordinary, everyday actions that will help you to prepare to lead in the future of work, to respond to an uncertain future, and to produce extraordinary results for individuals, teams, and organizations. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Academy. Courses, micro-credentials, and certificates to upskill and reskill for the future of work. All HCI Academy courses, micro-credentials, and certificates are designed, developed, and delivered by award-winning and internationally renowned scholars, educators, thought leaders, executives, and practitioners. Our courses, micro-credentials, and certificates will help you make your mark on the future of work and make an immediate impact in your organizations. Check out the HCI Academy and our many course offerings and certificates to upskill and reskill for the future of work. Check out our new weekly LinkedIn newsletter, Alchemizing Human Capital, exploring industry trends via original research and interviews with executives and thought leaders from across the globe. We look forward to having you join us. Unlimited PTO is, uh, you don't have unlimited time, John. So it starts (laughs) off with a lie. I mean, it starts off with unlimited PTO. So it's actually lying to you. You don't have unlimited PTO. And if you want to believe the lie, go right ahead. But I'll tell you how this came about. It came about because, and this is the unintended consequences of laws that are created by our our wonderful government, okay? California created a law, it was in 76, I think, it was an addendum law that if you accrue your PTO, it's considered earned wages and needs to pay out at separation. Companies started to realize financially that if I don't accrue it, I can work around this law and let's just name it unlimited PTO. Netflix is the one who made it famous. And they did it all under the guidance of, hey, you're an adult, John. You should be able to, you know, know when you need to take time off, know when you need to work. But guess what, John? There's more work to be done and you don't have time. And I'm your manager and we have a project due and we got to deliver the software. And so unlimited is, is not the case. The other thing about unlimited is we have found that <clears throat> that the executive are able to access that benefit, but the rank and file do not have the ability nor the dollars because most of them don't even have $400 in their savings account uh, to be able to take time off. And their time off looks like a staycation where they go home, they sit in their house for a week and then they get worried that they're not looking good and they're worried about losing their job and they can't make it. You know, they're, they're living paycheck to paycheck. Okay. We believe that 
a company that accrues and tracks the time and expenses it through their net income statement and puts it on their balance sheet is the most caring, caring, and, and that's, that's an intimate thing for a company to do, saying, John, this is what you're worth, and I'm going to expense it, and I'm going to track it, and I'm going to put it on as a liability because you're worth a liability on my balance sheet. Companies that do unlimited are telling you, you aren't worth tracking. Your time, your productivity, it's not even worth tracking, right? What if, you, what if companies did that with their revenue? Oh, let's not track our revenue. No, that doesn't happen. PTO is an expense. There's only one way a company makes a profit. Increase revenue, decrease expense. The minute I go unlimited, I decrease expense. If you look at Ernst & Young, what they did, they moved everyone to flex PTO and said, oh, it's, you know, we're trying to keep up with the times. And they pocketed $36 million that they put into their partner's pockets. And if people don't think this money goes into the executives or to the shareholders' pockets, then they're missing something. And for us, PTO should be accrued, it should be tracked, it should be earned, and you should be able to you know, have some flexibility within reason to do something with that accrued value yeah. uh, instead of take the time off. Now, John, I, I want to tell you, we believe in taking time off. In fact, in our platform, we have the capability that people actually have to take time off before they can use the platform. Okay. So you go into uh, the year and you want to use uh, your PTO in a different way. Maybe you want to put it into your 401k. You can't do that unless you hit a minimum threshold of taking two weeks off throughout that year. Anything past that? And we also have thresholds. So, so, you, so you can design the platform to really align with your cultural nerve within your organization and drive the behavior uh, within your um, employee base. And the other thing I'll say is that, uh, you know, employees who, you know, the life cycle of an employee, I'm a, I'm a young new employee and I have a bunch of student loan debt. De-stressing, which is what PTO is meant to do, if I was able to make an extra payment on my student loan instead of take time off, would that be reducing more stress for me than taking the time off and worrying that I can't pay my student loan? And I think that's what, that's what we look at. These life transitions that every worker goes through as they uh, get older, um, as they have children, um, as they have to have daycare, as they have to pay for college, as they have to buy a house, all these different things. And everyone's different. So being able to be able to use that accrued wage yep. and support you through these life transitions yeah. is uh, unique and and uh, very valuable to employees and employees. Yeah. And, and, and like you said, everyone is different. We're not a monolith and people, it's no. sometimes it's life stage. Sometimes it's just preference. Like there's a, a variety of reasons why people will want and need different things. And, and so we just need, if we can build in flexibility to how our, you know, one of the major components of employee total compensation <laughs> is administered and PTO is a major uh, portion um, if, if we can build in some flexibility, that's going to be very, very valuable to employees. And we know, especially right now, amidst, you know, the great resignation, the great reevaluation, however you want to term it, that people are, 
are um, taking stock and, and really reconsidering what's important to them, what matters most and what they need from their organization and what they're willing to put up with uh, moving forward. And it's, it's a, an employee market. So the labor market is such that, uh, that people have tons of options and they can go different places. And so organizations need to up their game in terms of providing the type of flexibility needed to, to uh, meet the unique needs uh, of right. each individual employee. Uh, and I'm wondering, you, you kind of referred to it already when you talked about life stage, but can, can you um, point out some of the specific ways you know, that people might utilize their PTO time in a flexible manner that's maybe different than how we've traditionally conceived of it? Yeah. So on our platform <clears throat> within PTO Exchange, we call them plans, but we kind of bucket them in kind of pillars of social well-being, mental well-being, physical well-being, uh, financial well-being. And, and so some of the things that we can do is you could take your time and give it to a nonprofit, to 1.7 million nonprofits. We integrate to the IRS's database so that an individual who may not want to take $20 out of their own checking account can take one hour of their time and give it to a nonprofit. And if the company has matching, we can handle that. We have a full giving and matching platform. You could share it with another coworker. So John, let's say that you had COVID, you used all your PTO up and then your wife or your daughter got COVID and you needed more time off. You could request time out of a medical or leave sharing pool. We manage all that and I could give into it. And let's say I gave two hours at my pay rate of $100 and your pay rate was 50. Our system manages the different pay rates so that the company doesn't have to, okay? And, and so we call that kind of our social community well-being uh, plans. We also allow you to take your time and put it into your 401k or your HSA. Do Roth, you know, 401k catch-ups. And, um, you know, we do student loan repayment or tuition reimbursement. You know, so let's say people want to go back to school during this transition in their life and, you know, want to get further educated or get their master's. You can use this, uh, some of your time to pay for that tuition. Okay. Obviously travel. We integrate directly to Priceline's. We have a white label with Priceline and are able to uh, take some of your time and maybe use that one week that you're not going to use and go on a vacation that you may not have been able to afford, or maybe you're just going to get a nicer hotel, things like that. Okay. And, and those are really the, the things that we can do with, within the platform um, today. We're yeah, I love at, it. We're looking at uh, developing 529. Um, and then we also do, we partner with a lot of other types of companies that do employee relief funds and, uh, and we can do cash out and emergency cash out too. We can even mm -hmm. do that. In fact, it's, it's funny. Emergency cash out was developed uh, by a very large company who had 14% of their workforce accessing their 401k for 500 to $2,000 loans. And they came to us and said, if we could increase their PTO accrual by two days and allow them to access five days a year for an emergency, you know, could you guys, and we built it and they use it and it's, it's been, it's been great. And it's reduced their 401k loans, which, you know, was a big cost to them. Um, and it drives a better financial thinking uh, within the uh, employee community. Anyhow, so those are the things you can do on the yeah. platform. Yeah. I think that's great. And just to reiterate, 
if, if I understood you correctly, you said a few minutes ago, the idea is that you have to, you have to actually use two weeks of your, your accrued time to be able to access these other options so that thereby we're not allowing people to, to burn themselves out <laughs> because right. it can be, it can be very tempting to say, oh, well, I just really need the money for this, that, or the other. And so I'm not going to take any time whatsoever. And, and, uh, and then that can have negative mental health, physical health, uh, yep. productivity impacts. Right. So, so you, you have a kind of a baseline, like make sure you take this amount of time. You're expected to do it. You're going to be held accountable to take this time off. And then above and beyond that, you can either take more time off or you can use these other benefits. Yeah. And the platform can, can say, Hey, you have to take the time before you use it. Or we can say you can't burn below 80 hours. you you always have to have 80 hours in your bank before you can use the system. So you can never go below that. So you've always got two weeks. Right. And we do that a lot of times uh, as well, just to meet all the, um, the sick and compliance uh, yeah. laws that are state to state uh, that yeah. we have to protect. Okay. Yeah. Well, excellent. Rob, this is just super interesting and fascinating. I'm, I'm excited to learn more about the PTO exchange and I would encourage listeners to do the same. Uh, before we wrap up for today, I just wanted to give you a chance to share with listeners how they can connect with you, find out more about your work, and then give us the final word on the topic for today. Uh, yeah, so you can connect with me via LinkedIn uh, and or uh, you can also uh, find us on our website at www.ptoexchange.com. And uh, the final word for the day, um, own your own PTO. I love it. I love it. Let's take ownership over our total compensation, which includes PTO, like you said earlier, it really is in the best interest of the employer and the employee to track these things <laughs> and, and to really have an understanding of the value of these things. And, and so let's leverage them better. I think this is one way to do it. Uh, thank you, Rob. It's been a pleasure. I encourage listeners to reach out, get connected, find out more about what Rob can do for you. And as always, I hope everyone can stay healthy and safe, that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day. And I hope you all have a great week. Bluer Than Indigo Leadership, The Journey of Becoming a Truly Remarkable Leader. Early in my adult life, I learned about an Asian proverb that translates as bluer than indigo. If you think about the color indigo, it is a brilliant, deep, and vibrant blue, what some would call the bluest of blues. To have something that is bluer than indigo is rare and truly remarkable. Contrary to popular myth, there is no one-size-fits-all or cookie-cutter approach to effective leadership. There is no silver bullet, no secret sauce, no go-to model that will solve all of your problems. The truth is, great leaders have all had their unique strengths and flaws, and have all had to discover and then pave their own distinctive path in their life's journey to fulfill their leadership potential. Bluer Than Indigo Leadership will help you discover your own path and explore those ordinary, everyday actions that will help you respond to an uncertain future and produce extraordinary results for individuals, teams, and organizations. Check out Human Capital Innovations magazine, Human Capital Leadership. Human Capital Leadership is a free, interactive e-magazine with the mission to help individuals, leaders, and organizations find innovative approaches to maximize their human capital potential. We publish issues quarterly in August, November, 
February, and May. Take a look at the latest issue and let us know what you think. alchemy of truly remarkable leadership, ordinary everyday actions that produce extraordinary results. Consider how the nature of work has shifted over the past 50 years with increased globalization, rapid technological advancement, and the shift in economic composition. The average job of today looks very different than the average job of 50 years ago. What will the jobs and organizations of tomorrow look like? Moreover, what does this all mean for organizational leaders? What are the core competencies and capabilities of organizations and their leadership that are prepared for continued disruption and geopolitical and socioeconomic shifts? Regardless of what the future holds, increasingly, leaders need to be socially minded, data-driven, decisive, champions of talent, and disruptors of the traditional notions of leadership, teams, organizations, and work. The alchemy of truly remarkable leadership will help you to explore your own leadership competencies and capabilities and consider ways to apply and implement them into your workplace and personal life. Do you enjoy the Human Capital Innovations Podcast? Please subscribe, leave a review, comment, share, and consider supporting the podcast on Patreon, even at the producer and sponsorship levels. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week.